The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode with Justine and Natasha. They are awesome and we were just laughing the entire time. They were also so understanding. I had to run to the bathroom in the middle of a recording, like sorry for the TMI. And that has never happened to me somehow in all of my years, six and a half years of recording live episodes like in person. And it was a disaster. And when you're pregnant and you have to go to the bathroom, you really got to go. Like there's no if, ands or buts around it. You can barely control your stuff to begin with. So they were so understanding. So super cool. We are going to get into all bachelor stuff, golden bachelor stuff, work wives, husbands, freezing eggs, why these relationships fail and why they succeed and so much more. I'm just going to give you a little bit of an update on life before we get into it. Also, I want to tell you, so when we recorded this episode, I hadn't watched Golden Bachelor. I actually now have watched it. I went back and watched the whole season. Stephen came home from work one night and I was hysterically crying on the couch. And he was like, what's wrong? Like, what happened? He obviously assumed the worst. And I was like, I'm just so happy for Gary. And he was like, who? I just, I can't explain to you. Golden Bachelor just brought out all these emotions. I don't like watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I really loved watching The Golden Bachelor. And so I hope that there's more series like that. I think it's so silly on The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And we talked about this when everyone's like 21 and the goal is to get engaged. It's like, how about the goal is to start therapy or get a job. Like you're too young, you know, and that's a huge issue with the bachelor series. It's these people are too young, even on love Island. Like you're too young to know anything, but with the golden bachelor, I loved the series. I, you know, I know there was some controversy around him choosing Teresa spoiler alert, but I am happy for them. I think that there were certain things that that Leslie did that I didn't love. And you know what? Teresa was good energy, good vibes. She made his life lighter and she had a similar situation with him also coming from losing uh, a partner, you know, and a partner having died. I think it's really special that you both have like a similarity like that. Like, for example, if God forbid my partner died when I was older I would love to be with someone whose partner also had passed so that we could talk about our partners fondly and neither of us would get upset at all. You know, like we would just understand the fact that this was our great love and we're having the second chance and that's amazing. But our partner, our life partner, the the father of our kids, the mother of our kids was like that person for us. And I think that takes a person who has been through it to really understand and respect that and want those pictures of them around the house. And you know what I'm saying? I thought that the women were very sweet with one another. There was one woman who was nasty. What's her name? You know who I'm talking about. I'm going to find her. Kathy. She was not nice. I didn't like Kathy. She was so mean to Teresa. And yeah, could Teresa have shut up about how much Jerry liked her? Yeah. Or Gary liked her? Yeah, she could have. But Kathy was mean. She was witchy vibes. My favorite was actually Joan, who is the one who left because her daughter had just given birth and really needed her and was like going through postpartum. 
first of all, I was so emotional about the whole Joan situation because I was like, what if that's me? What if I need my mom when I'm postpartum? But also like Joan was a goddess and I am pretty sad that he didn't end up with Joan. Like I thought that he would end the series and be like, wait, I'm still in love with Joan because she also like kept him like on his toes. She wrote the cutest poem for him. I was such a Joan fan. Like I want Joan to be the golden bachelorette if there is one. Also other thoughts on bachelor bachelorette. I feel like, and I should have asked the girls from today's episode if they have stats on this, I bet they would. But I feel like you're more likely to have couple success after the show on a show like the bachelorette versus the bachelor, just because going back to the rules, like on the bachelor, you're all kind of competing for this guy. Like your cards are on the table, blah, blah, blah. And on the bachelorette, every guy is competing for you. So I just feel like that's just like better to begin with. The dynamic is better. That's, you know, guys should be fighting for you. That's how it was back in the day. The guy should be fighting and hunting and gathering and blah, blah, blah. I just feel like that leads to a, an actual good relationship. Whereas like girls fighting over a guy is more like, like doesn't end up working out. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Anyway, I'm feeling so very pregnant. Um, I'm not really sleeping at all. And the reason is I get up every probably even half hour, but like hour if I'm lucky to pee. And then I'm so thirsty that I have to chug an entire swell bottle to go back to sleep because I'm so thirsty. I'm dying of thirst. And then of course, guess what? I have to pee again. So I go back. Also, this baby, this little boy is just a kicker. He kicks me all night. And like, I don't understand women who are like, oh my God, it's so cute. He's kicking. There's nothing cute about a baby kicking you. Like it hurts. I don't know if it's just me. Like, I don't know if we're pretending that it's not hurtful because like we don't want other women to continue to do it. It hurts a shit ton. Like the kicks are no fun. I don't know. Maybe it's just my baby is crazy and just like kicks me and that's normal and like, or that's abnormal, but that's my, that's my fate. I don't know, but there's a lot of kicking going on. A lot of kicking. Anyway, what else? Christmas is tomorrow. That is so exciting. So I guess, yeah, Christmas Eve is tonight. Don't, I didn't get a tree this year. I know I'm Jewish, but I actually love to get a tree. I think it's like the most beautiful thing that you can do. And we're staying in the city, of course, this year because we're not allowed to travel. But technically, like I can go upstate or something like an hour or two away. But then I'm also like scared if I go into labor. I don't want to be in the car for two hours having contractions. It's just really confusing. And the doctor doesn't really give you an answer. She's like, well, you could go somewhere if you're fine being in labor in a car. And it's like, well, obviously I'm not fine being in labor in a car. I've never been in labor before. I have no idea what to expect. I've been sharing a lot of my thoughts and feelings and journey about this pregnancy and birth and my upcoming birth on this account I started, it's like at we met at baby. I honestly just did that because I didn't want to inundate people who follow this podcast and want dating pot, uh, dating content, not like pregnancy, mommy 
blogging content. I just don't want to be a mommy blogger. So I was like, I need to separate this. I like having separate accounts. It's like my different personalities, you know? I recorded a really fun episode with Kelsey Kreppel, who should be having a baby any day now. She might even be in birth as as I'm speaking. And we talked about our pregnancies and and how we're feeling and what's going on. So I'll air that soon if that's something that you guys are interested in hearing. I know like half of you are like, talk about your pregnancy more. And half of you are like, don't ever speak about that again. I don't want to hear it. So just trying to tread that line. And I'm very excited for you to hear next week's episode because it is the most heartwarming stories. It is the Invisible String episode. You guys submitted your incredibly beautiful stories of how you and your significant other connected or were connected for so long, but didn't realize. So I'm very excited to read those. And I guess that's it. We're rounding out this year and it's going to be a crazy 2024, like insane. I I can't believe I'm going to be a mother. Like what? That is going to definitely be an interesting new chapter. Um, But you know what? Even when you're a mother, you're still dating. So we're going to talk about it all on this podcast. And I'm excited for what next year will bring. Anyway, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. And I'm very excited for you to hear this episode with Justine and Natasha. So I hope that you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Natasha Scott Reichel and Justine Kay from Two Black Girls, One Rose. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Hey, Lindsay. How are you? (laughs) So happy to have you guys here. Before we get started, I have to ask, we'll start with Natasha. Yes. What is your favorite romantic gesture? Ooh, oh, oh, oh. definitely. I'm an acts of service person. Mm. Yeah, mm. just like do little things for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just remember that you're thinking of me. Like I, I got that. Yeah. yeah, I'm big on that. Yeah, I'm too. That's my that's my love language. That's your, also. Oh, is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Love what that. about you, Justine? You know, I think mine mine is I'm a gift giving person mm-hmm. i love a really nice message in a card mm. oh nice i love so them. you're like the kind of person that if your significant other gets you like a nice birthday gift mm-hmm. no card you're like fuck no this. uh-uh because mm-hmm. most likely i picked out the birthday gift right <laughs> and then <laughs> also like you gotta write me something nice in there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you feel that way? My husband is really big into cards. Mm-hmm. So he's, yeah, he doesn't need the gift. He'll just take a nice long card. I'm, I can take it or leave it. I'm not a big right. gift giving or yeah. gift receiving, whatever is my last of the five love languages. Mm-hmm. So I need the acts more than the words. I agree. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about the card. I mean, yeah. mm. it's nice. It's nice. But mm-hmm. I almost prefer like a, a card with one line, like a one-liner. Oh, mm-hmm. straight. That's so much pressure. I know. <laughs> yeah, oh my geez. god. Oh yeah, because you have to oh, think of nah. the line. I would look up one-line romantic poems. Yeah, I would not even be doing my own <laughs> original. Yeah. No. No. no, I my but my husband does the same line every time okay. now, oh. and because it's like it's so dumb that like it's become like our shtick, mm-hmm. and he says, "I'm seriously considering marrying you." Oh, <laughs> just so That's stupid. So Marriage, yes. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, what is? We'll start with Justine. Your current relationship status. 
I am in a long-term relationship. Right. Right What's now. a long-term relationship? How long? Uh, it's been three years and a little change. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like, where do we decide it's long-term after, long. after a year? You know what? I would say even after a year and a half, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because COVID is like not really. We were a COVID couple. Oh. So. So how did you meet then? We met at work. Oh, so we knew each other. Zoom? We were friends. No, 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 no. We were friends mm -hmm. in, in person. And he was like very adamant about not dating anybody at work. And then during the pandemic, obviously, we weren't seeing each other every day. And we met up for his birthday in June at a protest. And then the rest is history. He started dating That's after really that. That's really cute. Mm -hmm. They had a lot so of slack courtship, I'd say. We had a, <laughs> yeah. not even slack, slack like in Zoom. person, fully in the office. Did like they know? Everybody knew. Okay. Everybody and they didn't knew. care. We had to tell HR when it was like official, official. Right. But the whole office was like, they are on a first date every day. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's amazing. I actually think meeting at work is great. Ideal. It's, it yes. is ideal. I was just like, I had this random luck that the other day, like CNBC reached out and they were like, we're doing a thing on dating apps. Like, if you want to come on, I was like, amazing. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about like where to meet someone. Mm, and I was mm -hmm. like, I don't like to be a yes person, go to the holiday party. And the news anchor's like, don't go to the holiday party at work. Like that's a, that's not a good place to meet. Why? And I, I think he was just being PC, you okay. know, because like news anchors when they, yeah. you know, are dating. Oh, they've had a bad <laughs> yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah. But okay. I'm like, that's the place. Like work is really where you get to spend time with someone with mm -hmm. no like pressure mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then you connect like mm -hmm. i like when i was working in like a corporate job i used to have sex dreams about like all my coworkers <laughs> all the time <laughs> oh my god you're okay. with them so much yeah, yeah. With them all the time i'm so glad you brought this up yeah do you did you at when you were in your corporate job did you have like a work wife a work husband a work baby of right thank <laughs> work you baby. A work baby <laughs> they're just baby. babies around the office <laughs> He was like um, 25. No, I fully did. And, yeah. he, and he's the one I had sex dreams about. And let me tell you, I, I, well, I, had, I didn't have a boyfriend at the time, so it was fine. Oh, okay. I could not have been less physically attracted to him. Mm, I really? would never marry this guy. Huh. Like, he was my last pick. Okay. Mm. Like, I would never, like, if I saw him on, you know, but I, his personality really did say, it for me. Okay. Yeah. Right, really did it for it. me. Yeah. But that's why you just never know. Like, I would have swiped never no know. on him mm -hmm. every time I saw him on an app mm -hmm. if I didn't know him personally. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. it wasn't like that for you. I mean. No, I would have swiped yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but I had a white work husband and a black work husband. Mm -hmm. My black work husband. Mm -hmm. So it worked out. Do you still think about the white one? No. Uh -huh. He's engaged to somebody else. We okay. were very platonic. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. and Nick. Hey, Nick. We were very platonic. So, like, what percentage of the work husband work wives do you think are platonic versus like romantic i hope Ooh. most of them mm -hmm. i hope it's i mm -hmm. hope oh, well oh god i hope most of them because it's so much fun mm -hmm. it really is when you have a platonic work husband mm -hmm. it's great it is so much fun mm -hmm. do you think that if you're the boss you're allowed to have a platonic Oh, you're, you're allowed boss. to have a work wife or work husband? Oh. Ooh. Right? Yeah. What do you Ooh. mean by boss? The you're, boss. The, you're the CEO. You're the CEO? Mm -hmm. It's your oh, company. No. You started it. No, unless they're in HR. I no. Know. Right. That's tough. right. Uh -huh. But then I think we, I don't know what we watched where that came up, where, I mean, technically, you can fall for anyone. Yeah. Like, you can't really control it. You mm -hmm. can't. I mean, you should, you, you can control who you entertain. 
Right. Mm. So as a CEO, oh, yeah. you maybe shouldn't be entertaining certain things, right. but you can't really control. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we hear it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Natasha, what's your current relationship status? I'm I see married. Yeah. Yeah. Been married for a year now. How did you guys meet? Been on Hinge. Oh, I love that. Old Hinge. What was yep. the opener? Oh man, I I oh messaged God. him. What was your opener? I don't what? remember. So he had. I sent him two messages. I was like going in. He had a picture of himself glacier hiking in New Zealand. Oh wow! And I've done oh. that, which is mm-hmm. like a just a random thing. So I like said something about that, and then he had a quote which I do not remember, <laughs> but it also spoke to me, and I sent a little message as well. And yeah, the rest was history. That's really. I cute. created our masterpiece. Is what I like to remind him. I love that. <laughs> and how, how long ago was that? Uh, we're coming up on five years. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, did you ever? And I, the only reason I ask this is mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, there's still kind of like a stigma sometimes about meeting on dating apps. Was mm-hmm. that ever a thing for you? Like, did you tell everyone in your family, or like, did you lie to like your grandma? No, I told everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I've been. So I moved to New York from New Jersey. It's not very far, but I was like 23. And pretty much Mm -hmm. since I came to the city, I've been on some version of a dating app. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of a nature of how I was mostly dating. Mm -hmm. Never thought I'd actually meet somebody from it. But I think by the time I met him, I'd been online dating for so long. I'd been talking about my family with friends. Like I didn't personally feel any type of stigma. And at that time, everyone around us, is doing the same. Everyone's swiping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to like hinge weddings at this point. So no, I didn't feel any stigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, were you pissed that hinge didn't like come in and be like, let us, let us pay for your wedding? You know, I tagged them in something. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I tried. I think I it was absurd. I know. I was like, I'm going to add deal, a brand deal. Out I of agree. This? Something. 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 Yeah. No, but, it's, it's no. fucked up. I know. I <laughs> talked about them like so positively for so long mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. they finally were like, all right, we'll run an we'll ad. do something. Like, finally. <laughs> um, but that's really funny. How yeah. was your wedding? Was it everything that you wanted it was It was everything. Be? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Right? It was a great, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a great time. It was a great time. Yeah. I, so I didn't hire a wedding planner. I did all the planning myself. Oh my God. The notion. That's so hard. The notion, the Pinterest. I mean, oh I'm, I love weddings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love event planning in general. I'm the person that's like throwing my birthday dinner and doing all that. Mm-hmm. So wedding to me is like the ultimate event. So I've been pinning on my Pinterest board long before he even existed. So <laughs> I was ready to course. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was ready to go. He like unleashed a monster when we got engaged. Yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. snapped right into it. Uh-huh. And was going. Uh-huh. Got the spreadsheets ready. All the ladies in place. So it was a great time. I loved my wedding. That's like, awesome. I wouldn't change anything. Merry almost Christmas to those who celebrate. And what better way to celebrate than to be drinking something that's delicious and not going to make you hung over the next day? I mean, like, that's ideal. That is ideal. If you haven't heard of Gia, Gia is a non-alcoholic aperitif brand inspired by the Mediterranean. It's made with the purest ingredients, no alcohol, no artificial flavors, no added sugar. Plus it's vegan. If you happen to be a vegan who doesn't drink, which is a mouthful, but you know what? Go off queen or king. They also have a newly released berry aperitif, their first non-bitter flavor. This one is bold, juicy, and tart. You can spritz it for a dry sparkling pairing with your favorite food or pour over ice for a sweet nightcap. If I were you, I would order some Gia immediately for my holiday party if I don't want to be pressured to drink 
but also if I just want something delicious while everyone else happens to be. If you haven't tried it yet, you absolutely should. We have used Gia for our events and we always get rave reviews. They also have them at Spring Fertility. So I used to drink them all the time during my treatments, which was really epic. You can visit drinkgia.com and use code ACME at checkout for 20% off of your first purchase. That's D-R-I-N-K-G-H-I-A.com and use code ACME for 20% off. Check them out. They support the pod now and we are so happy because I've been supporting them forever. It's crazy that December is almost over And let me tell you, my skin, thank God, has not, it's almost like it hasn't realized how cold and dry it is outside. And the reason I really will say I'll attribute it almost 100% to Clarins. If you don't know what Clarins is, it's the iconic French skincare brand. They are pioneers in plant-based beauty formulas and wellness. And going into this new year, we got to step up our wellness game especially starting with our face and our skin, because when we glow from the outside, we glow from the inside, you know, like I'm just not in a good mood when my skin is not great, but when it's glowing, I am glowing. You need to try Clarence double serum because it's two serums in one. It's an oil-based serum and a water-based serum, which actually mimic the composition of your skin. It's made of 21 plant extracts, including turmeric, and it's a gentle plant-powered formula that's great for all skin types. You don't have to worry if yours is really dry or really oily. You can still use it. And don't be scared to use serums in the winter. Our skin is dehydrated and needs this. And after a week of using it, your skin truly does look younger. Your pores look smaller, fine lines and wrinkles look smoother. It's really amazing. They also have a great double serum eye, which is also has all of these potent plant extracts to target visible signs of aging. You really have to try the double serum and double serum eye and see for yourself. Plus right now you can get 10% off plus a free welcome gift when you place your first order on clarins.com. Use code ACME2023 at checkout for 10% off and a free seven piece gift of skincare products. That's code ACME2023 to get your welcome offer only on clarins.com and hurry because the year is almost ending, which means this offer might be expiring soon. Backing up a little because I forgot to ask, mm-hmm. how old are you guys and where are you from? Mm. Yeah, 33 from New Jersey. Originally. Right, you mentioned Jersey. Yeah. Yep, both 33 from New Jersey. So how did you two meet? High school. High school. Wow, high yeah. school friends. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. And the story goes, Justine, she's a grade below me, but we had mutual friends. And I don't remember how or when we started talking, just maybe through mutual friends. Yeah, I remember. But Justine had the Laguna Beach DVD set that I somehow got wind of (laughs) and I would go and hang out with her in the student lounge like literally I literally can picture us like sitting next to each other on the student lounge like couch just watching Laguna and talking about it together yeah that's amazing so that was like the beginning of you guys talking about like reality shows I guess yeah Mm -hmm. and you've been doing it ever since Mm -hmm. I love that and Mm -hmm. I want to hear more about the podcast so tell me about two black girls one rose Mm -hmm. what was the the reason. What was the reason? <laughs> what was the reason? What was the reason? So I I always watch The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I remember watching season one with my mom. It's always like a guilty pleasure show that I just kind of always had on the background. 
And Justine, you had like a different relationship. Yeah, too. totally different relationship. I would watch the last two episodes and knew somebody was crying. Literally same exact. <laughs> right? We really are the same. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I same. I, sometimes I'd watch the first. Okay. And oh, the that's last. Yeah, that's that's like one. when they're, it's, they're like all acting. They're like, I'm like the little Miss Daisy from this place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. you had watched like the ending. Mm-hmm. And Natasha, you were more loyal. Yeah, I've always watched. Um, and then Rachel Lindsay was named the first Black Bachelorette. And mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, we are watching this. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We at the time were living pretty close to each other. I live in Harlem. She was living in the Heights at the time. Yep. Um, and so we made like a ritual of it. I would go to her place. She would go to my place like every other Monday, bring a bottle of wine. We'd watch Rachel Lindsay's whole journey. And then afterwards, we'd stay over each other's house. Like the show ends at 10. I'm still at her place like 1 a.m. Yeah. And we're just <laughs> talking about the show, but now talking about other stuff and mm-hmm. like cracking each other up and just like doing what we do. And around that time, I also, because I was obsessed with Rachel Lindsay, I was like, I need all of the content. I discovered the world of like Bachelor podcasts and started listening to them and just felt like they were watching another show. I was Mm -hmm. like, they're not like they're just missing the nuances of this black woman's journey. Right. And so uh, Justine and I just like put our heads together and we're like, I mean, we could do this. (laughs) Yeah. We sat one day in the park in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. after Smorgasburg Mm -hmm. and plotted out our little segments and came up with the name, bought our mics on Amazon and started podcasting for Ari season in January, mm-hmm. December, January. So when we first I love it. And you've now had, I think you've now had Rachel on your mm-hmm. podcast, right? You've had her on twice. twice. Was that a full yeah. circle moment? Like it, that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> she was on the, the, like the dream bulletin board of like, Oh my God, if we could only get Rachel yeah. in our first season, we got her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my God. It was crazy. And then she That's came amazing. on again this week. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. And when you were watching her season, like what did you think other than obviously her being the first black bachelorette mm-hmm. made it so different than the other seasons? Mm-hmm. Like, or even just what about her being the first, like mm-hmm. was different to you? Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting to me as somebody who wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I'm a big fan of like media and I absorb a lot of media. It was actually a really big deal to me that she was dark skinned. I was not expecting that. Mm. And that she had like a gap in her teeth. I knew that in all the other ways, she was perfect. She was mm-hmm. a lawyer. She had a perfect family. She was 33. She knew what she wanted. She's still with her husband now. Like mm-hmm. I knew every other thing, every other box she ticked. But I thought it was really, really great that she was a dark skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. That made it different. And then she ended up in an interracial relationship. And I feel like she not was one of the first, but she was probably one of the biggest interracial relationships out of reality television, yeah. which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Were you happy with her choice? Mad at her oh for gosh. her choice? At the time, <laughs> the we drama. were devastated <laughs> yeah. at the time. We love him now. He's great. Yeah. They're still married. Like, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But at the time, the guy who came in second was everybody's boyfriend. So right. we were mad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Big mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Do you think that her as a bachelorette, like choosing like a white guy, Mm -hmm. like, would you think that it would have been the same had it been like, and there was a black guy as a bachelor, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who did he choose? (laughs) He chose chose a white woman who went to an antebellum slave party. And Shut like three right, years before right. she the pictures came out right. before the season ended it was a mess. yeah it was real bad it yeah. was right. real bad mm-hmm. so yeah 
Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then what was there? Did a white bachelor or bachelorette ever choose a a black person? Anyone of color? I don't think so. Oh, no, Sean, technically. Oh, Sean. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. He's very beloved. Beloved. Uh He's the only bachelor who chose his married to his first choice. Right. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, did you feel any type of way about that? Or you were just like, no, they, they had the strongest connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the strongest connection. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of trust in Rachel. I was about to say. Yeah. We trusted right. her. Yeah. She was like a big girl with a big girl job and like definitely <laughs> spoke her mind on mm-hmm. things. And yeah. she was slicing and dicing through those men and like yeah. really, you know, distilling down to the quality ones. Mm-hmm. So he was the best choice. I think we mm-hmm. we as a collective, as like Bachelor Nation, were upset because of the editing they really made that other guy yeah, like you fell in great. love with that other guy right. and they didn't really edit brian who's now her husband like in, not in a bad light but we didn't see his story much at all so yeah. we didn't really get to see their connection yeah really. a little sprinkle of racism on there too they put that little mariachi band he's colombian yeah, they right. put a little mariachi band anytime he came on the screen yeah. yeah he was like what? yeah mm-hmm. they do weird editing stuff so like that. yeah so you like <laughs> You're on to them with their like <laughs> yes, little exactly their shit. exactly mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So, what would you do differently if you were the producers? Oh my gosh, Oof. this is an interesting Ooh. question. This is for the regular show, not Golden. The regular, or mm-hmm. the regular. But I the do want to touch on Golden. Yeah, after. yeah, Golden's great. I think the biggest thing casting people in their like late twenties at least. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, yeah. I, if I see like a twenty two year old, I'm like. What? I already bitch like, is gonna get proposed to at the end. She's I, a child bride. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> just you just can't take it seriously. Anything no. they're saying, I just can't take it seriously. Also, you're 22. Like this is not your last resort. Your last like, hope. Right. Your last hope. Right. So it's really hard to trust in anything that they have to say. But that's my biggest thing. Like yeah. casting people of age, where they've like lived a bit, they've dated a bunch. They had a season. Do you remember the girl Heather? Oh 19. my god! I think we kept joking. She was like nineteen. She was maybe like twenty. She was twenty-one or no. something, and she went to a Christian college. And she had never she had kissed never been a boy. Outside. She had never kissed a boy. <laughs> that's just she was a, on the gay man that's season. That's just like a plant for it's, like yeah. the views and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So that's the biggest thing. That's mm-hmm. other shows that we watch. Um, be it Married at First Sight or Love Is Blind, mm-hmm. they also have their mess. But mm-hmm. I think they do a better job at casting people who like. The relationship we're going to watch, they're actually going to be going through things together and it feels real. It feels like a real relationship. When I'm watching a 22-year-old, I I remember myself at 22. Like, I didn't know right. what the hell was going no, on. It's we're so, talking about marriage. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. Not even, like, close to thinking those thoughts then. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys watch Love Island at all. Oh, yeah. A little bit, yeah. UK or USA? UK only. UK, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I get so pissed because every year they're younger. And they're this year yeah, they were they are. babies. Yeah. And none of the couples like even kind of worked out. Yeah. And because <laughs> they're so young. Like, yeah. and it's not like there's not enough, you know, 28 to 35 year olds to right. go around. Like, right. There's, there's a lot. Like, yeah. But maybe we're just like too established in our lives that like we have too much pride to go on a dating app at that age. You know, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Mm. I mean, I don't mind. I think there's a time and place for the young ones on the TV shows. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a show mm-hmm. that ends in engagement and marriage, then yeah. it shouldn't. But if that's it's like too hot to handle, too hot to handle, live your life. life. Yeah. yeah. Split the even Love Island uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah, even all that. Split, Split the money. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I will give it to her. My sister was right. I'm really happy that I did the maternity shoot. 
And you know what? I could not have even looked remotely palpable without Glam Squad. Glam Squad is my go-to, especially being, oh my God, how many, too many months pregnant. The the most months pregnant that you can be at this point. But also it's freezing outside. You don't want to be running around to different places to get your hair done, to different places to get your makeup done. Glam Squad was founded on the belief that salon quality at-home glam services should be accessible to everyone. They have an elite team of beauty pros who come right to your home, your office even, your hotel with on-demand hair, makeup, and nail services. If you haven't tried Glam Squad, boy, are you in luck because you are never going to want to go anywhere else again. Plus, if you have New Year's plans, book that right away. Like, Do not wait till last minute because I've done that before and it can be hard to find someone last minute. But if you book your Glam Squad now for New Year's, not only will you be getting $20 off your appointment, but you'll be locked up and you can cancel if you need to. But like, it's important to have that to look forward to, because even if you don't want to go out, you want to go into the year feeling good about yourself. So for a limited time, Glam Squad's offering all of my listeners $20 off their next appointment. It's valid whether or not you've booked with them before. Just use code WMAA at checkout. Services are available in New York City, Hoboken, Jersey City, Los Angeles, Miami, DC, Boston, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, SF, and seasonally in the Hamptons. So get on that. There is literally nothing worse, quite literally nothing worse than when you are deciding that it's time to start to get pregnant. And someone's like, why don't you just relax? If you relax, you'll get pregnant. Like (laughs) triggered. It's not that easy. And it's so annoying because we spend our whole lives trying not to get pregnant. And then we finally want to get pregnant and we have no knowledge surrounding it. Like no understanding and really no resources. But Frida Fertility is here to help. And I'm so grateful to be partnering with this amazing brand. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from egg and sperm health to ovulation tracking to conception aid. They're really simplifying it. Their products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible. They've got ovulation prediction, And they also have at-home insemination kits. So you can throw your turkey baster out because you can use the Frida one and have a way better experience. They really make it simple and easy. And, you know, you got to keep a little bit of mystery in there. So you should find Frida Fertility on Amazon, Target, and select CVS near you. So check out a CVS or pop onto Amazon or Target and find Frida Fertility and hopefully have an easier time getting preg. Let's talk about the Golden Bachelor for a second. Let's. First of all, like what an idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like they were finally being original? Because I was pretty (laughs) impressed. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, the franchise has been like ripe for innovation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have such a specific formula Mm -hmm. that they don't really deviate from. Mm -hmm. And it it works. People keep tuning in. It's been on TV for like over 20 years. 
But the audience is like, all right, we're in the age of Love is Blind and all these other shows that are making taking risks and really, you know, making a nod to modern modern dating in the way that The Bachelor just refuses to. Mm -hmm. So Golden Bachelor is definitely bringing us something, (laughs) something Mm -hmm. new and something different and something that we're not seeing on TV like anywhere else. Yeah. Older people dating. We never see that. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot about Well, I'm hearing a few things. The first thing is I'm hearing like no one wants to see them kiss, which makes me sad. Yeah, I know. It is really which makes me really sad. Talk talk about about that because I'm like, are we that ageist? Like (laughs) that's the thing. We're just not used to see we're kind of we're not used to seeing people who are older as sexy. Right. And so them doing something that has any sort of uh, nod or inkling to sex is weird mm-hmm. right to a lot of people watching right it's like in like those like jack nicholson movies when him and like yes. diane, diane Keaton Keaton. start like getting busy yeah. i'm like i don't no. need this don't know yeah. button the shirt yeah no. <laughs> we're good <laughs> yeah. um so that's one thing i'm hearing and then i'm also hearing that these women just are so mature mm-hmm. for the most part right not everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be mm-hmm. and they handle the situation so much like more maturely than mm-hmm. like yeah. the women of the bachelor yeah yeah they are they respect each other Mm-hmm. And the women who are on the regular Bachelor, usually not only do they not have a whole lot of respect for each other and the drama is really petty and stupid, but also the lead has very little respect for the cast. Usually mm-hmm. for the past, at least as long as we've been podcasting, <laughs> the I've never really enjoyed watching the lead of The Bachelor. Bachelorette is a different story, mm-hmm. but Bachelor never. So the fact that Gary, who's the Golden Bachelor, is so respectful of these ladies. It's really nice to watch, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also going to say, like, I think the women on Golden Bachelor, they're so grateful for this opportunity. Yeah. They're yeah. so happy for each other that mm. they're here. So, like, Aww. the competition is real low among yeah. them. I mean, every time someone goes home, they're crying Bottom. for them. Aww. So they're just, there's, like, a, just a huge sense of gratitude in the room at the opportunity and the chance at love again mm-hmm. that you don't see on the on the the regular bachelor yeah, yeah. i'm gonna start watching tonight it's like i love that idea of just like at you're rooting for everyone like mm-hmm. yes that's the best yeah yeah so i have to ask you because you said you like didn't really like that many lead bachelors yeah can you rank them just three of them for like the top three that you disliked the most oh okay great okay <laughs> So I think the number one most hated is Juan Pablo. And I would yeah. agree. He was the worst. He was and he bad. ended up on marriage boot camp with his girl. He never said even I he love did. you too. He was Damn, he wretched. did I forgot about that. Mm. He was bad. He was, terrible. Mm. he was terrible. So he was bad. Yeah. I would say Ari is in there. I haven't watched that many Bachelors. So I, I watched know. a little bit of Ari's season. Ari. I did not like him. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. not it. I really didn't like him. His ending was horrendous. I also just like, <laughs> I have like a personal vendetta against Virgo men. Oh, oh a okay. lot of people so share I that really with you. really didn't like Dang, okay. like the hate was real. All. Okay, yeah. yeah. And didn't he? But he's now married to like the second runner-up or something. The second yeah. runner-up. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. engaged he... to Becca, broke up with her, went yeah. back with mm-hmm. the other girl, and now they're they're still married. To... They're still married. Yeah, yeah they kids have and everything. All kinds so. of kids and everything. Yeah, but they keep... all kinds of kids. <laughs> yeah, they, they you know, but they he keeps embarrassing himself. He's yeah, like the yeah. Worst. Now he's like trying to like be like hip on social media and like TikTok. We can't do that. We're good on you, Ari. Yeah. And then who else is bad? Mm. bad you know what was my favorite to watch who was actually bad was colton because he oh, had the cool. most girls he's leave gay. he's gay right he's right, gay right so there we <laughs> go that mm-hmm. and then he had the most girls leave on voluntarily 
yeah. on his season. He had like four or five. I mean, talk about like, because like, if you date someone individually, like you're in a relationship, just you and the other person, and then you find out like later that they're gay, like that's, mm -hmm. that's you internalize that yeah. just for whatever reason. So right. I imagine for a whole season of oh girls God. to be like, a whole season yeah like there's 26 you know of he was never like... even kind of into me <laughs> yeah. yeah is like is like yeah. major collateral damage for yeah. sure and yeah. yeah there was like five girls who like on their own left on, yeah. yeah so there was something that they might have been sensing right maybe like, they knew. Yeah. maybe they knew. maybe he that. was like yeah. getting busy with one of the male producers like that would be everything <laughs> everything <laughs> i wish that for everything him. I wish that for him too <laughs> i have actually like a controversial question i don't know Ooh. if i'm gonna air this because i don't want to get canceled okay. so yeah. you'll tell me after if i'm gonna get canceled for okay. it but like would you rather your long-term ex mm -hmm. tell you that they're gay or cheat on you with like a hot girl or whatever. Cheat on me with a hot girl. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. Really? How come? Yeah. I think it's an ego bruise. Mm -hmm. I could totally understand if you're mm. cheating on me with somebody who I would deem better looking. Sure. But sure. if we're just like, first of all, and I have a lot of gay friends. I watch a lot yeah, of Drag yeah, Race. Yeah. I would be very upset with myself if I could not tell. Right. Right. <laughs> That's right? true. That's that true. You know what I mean? That's yeah. All my friends and none of them said nothing. That yeah. would be, That's true. That would, yeah. 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 Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, like, I also have tons of gay friends. And I feel like mm -hmm. gay looks totally different. Oh, yeah. It could mm -hmm. be oh, yeah. a million. It's not a monolith. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if anyone in our orbits right now that's married to a woman mm -hmm. will <sighs> surprise us. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'd have to say the same answer because I feel like I would... would yeah, I'd look at myself like, how did I have such a big blind spot? Right. Like, yeah. That would wreck me for a minute, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah I'd be like, sad for them. But so. like, then you Same. can become best friends at least. Yeah. Like, if they cheat on you with like a really hot girl, like, yeah. it's over. They're like, not like, only yeah. did you just blow up our relationship, mm -hmm. yeah. but like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. And now I have like so much resentment forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. like, maybe I could get over the fact that you just like were scared to be yourself mm -hmm. right. and like love you still and mm -hmm. like, remain in my life mm -hmm. but it's hard that is hard though yeah yeah, yeah. oof that's a tough question that is a tough, tough question yeah i don't know what do you think should we keep that in i don't know i think our answers were fine but i don't know yeah um, yeah yeah i think it was fine mm -hmm. i think like i don't know we can't be afraid to like talk about things that are normal like yeah yeah and like, our human experience and that happened, oh, that that, are happening, yeah that, so. that's happened to a friend of mine like mm -hmm. that she found that out actually it happened to a friend of mine she was in a long-term relationship they broke up she found out he was gay and now he's dating a woman okay what? so she's like very like confused, confused. because she, i think he because he, he's bi oh mm -hmm. but okay. she's like okay so you use that as an excuse to just not be with me, but oh. like you're still, oh man, that's like with another, so yeah. Her, which yeah. is yeah, yeah, which is shitty. Like, yeah, that is like, shitty. That's, mm -hmm. that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Justine, <laughs> I want to talk about your long term relationship. Okay. Do you guys talk about the future? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. all the time. Do you feel like let's go? What's up? Or are you happy with the pace? Like rushed? Mm -hmm. You know what? A lot of the rushed feeling that I get is from family members yeah. and doctors. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I get a lot of like, mm -hmm. it's time, it's time, let's go, it's time. Mm. I have a new niece. She's going to be six months this month. So cute. So that's great. Mm -hmm. A little bit of pressure was put off of me because right. mm -hmm. she's here and brand new and fantastic. But it's still definitely there. Like, I think about fertility probably every day, every other mm. day. 
Would you freeze your eggs? W- would you? I would love to have an extra twenty thousand dollars to freeze my eggs. I was about to say, but- wouldn't, that the money? wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If money wasn't an option, yeah. Oh yeah, or an object. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. When would your ideal time to have a kid time be, be? if your partner was on board for both on of board? You? I would love to. I don't know what world I'm living in. I would love to get married in six months and then like three months after that, have a kid. Mm-hmm. We've known each other a long time. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can yeah, get married yeah. and then right after I have a kid. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I. I feel like I need another, like, I think this time next year, where are we at? We're in November. November. This time next year, I think, we'll be, like, actively trying. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, like, throw you a baby Wait, shower, so... birthday party <laughs> combo? <laughs> God. Oh, fine. But if that's the case for you, Justine, like, mm-hmm. then... Why, like, why don't you make that happen why in not? terms of, in terms of, like, you know, if you want to be married in six months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you, do you express You know that? what? I'm not doing the asking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I have. Right now, we are in apartment hunting mode. Okay. So we're kind of, like, taking it, like, one day at a time. Right. You know, apartment hunting is not that fun. No. But, yeah, I think also... How she said that, like, wedding planning is, like, her zhuzh. Wedding planning is so scary to me. Yeah. Girl, I got you. <laughs> I already told you. I, I told everybody. I'm like, whenever, whoever's next, I, I got you. I'm, like, dying to plan. Yeah, because if you love it, then why <laughs> not? I got yeah. you. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, my mom's already fa- found several vendors for I'm several sure. different things. I'm yeah. sure. So... As That's long as you're not done. the one booking, like, then I don't think it's superstitious in any way. But, like, okay. Like, oh, I, right. I know, but, like, I know some women who, like, before they get proposed to, like, they, they yes. call a venue, a venue and they're oh, like, can no. I book this time? No. Wow. Yes. Oh my god, that's too Ooh. much. That, that's a bit that's much. too much. That's, that's so much pressure. Then you get I home know. and you're like, I booked the venue. Right. Where's my ring? Exactly. Oh. Yeah, that gives me no, superstition. No. I don't it's, know. It's, yeah, it's not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My last bachelor question is like, what have you learned is a healthy thing in your relationship by watching The Bachelor? Wa- oh. oh, that's a great question. I watch it as such spectacle. I can't even answer that question yeah. correctly. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, on The Bachelor, their words are everything. Cause that's yeah. all they have. Right. And I think what we see on the show, well, because so many of the couples break up afterwards, that a lot of those words were empty. <laughs> so they didn't really yeah. mean much or mean mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to compare to my relationship because it's, it's, a, it's a real relationship that like, you know, and you took time. We took time. Yeah, they have six weeks on The Bachelor. Yeah. So that's right. so rushed. But I think yeah. just being very intentional with your words and really meaning what you say and backing it up with actions. Mm-hmm. But I think we have room in our relationship to show that on that on the show. They don't really have that. So the women and the men, they kind of hold on to what they can. But yeah. just like the, inten- the intentionality behind your words I think is the biggest takeaway for me or if I was on if I was a contestant on the show that would be my biggest takeaway because it's such a weird little yeah, little fantasy land that they live in yeah. Yeah. yeah actually I you made me think of one more question like I have these kind of dating rules for mm-hmm. that I like share with my listeners yep. and when I watch the bachelor mm-hmm. I'm sometimes like cringing beyond because these women <laughs> will break so many rules mm-hmm. and like it's harder cuz they're in like a 
like an experiment basically right. and yeah. like they can't pretend they're not free when he asks them on a date because like that's their one mm. opportunity to hang out with yeah. them, right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> but it's still like you see them you could still do some like mystery within your guidelines mm-hmm. of being on the bachelor mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i always think about if i were on the bachelor like i would hope that i would win because i would mm-hmm. not tell him I love him. Like, mm-hmm. I would not, like, mm-hmm. you know, do these things that mm-hmm. I see these people doing mm-hmm. and it not working out. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Does, does The Bachelor make you realize that it is important not to put all your cards on the table, even if the show yeah. is to put all your cards on the table, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that element of competition is what makes them put all their cards on the table. There's also a very specific formula that goes down. It's even going down on The Golden Bachelor right now mm-hmm. about falling in love, then in love, da 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 But yeah, I agree that I think there's a way to navigate it where you don't put everything out there because you're also putting everything out there on television. Right. So that's not smart either. Mm. And I will say, too, what it's helped me learn is the importance of friendship in a relationship. You and Shan Mm. just talked about this. Mm. And Mm. I think it is I just got so lucky with my partner now that we were really good friends before we started dating. Yeah. And that's really nice to have a friendship element in your dating because you don't always feel romantic sometimes life is in the way we're looking Mm -hmm. for an apartment right now like sometimes life is just in the way Mm -hmm. and it's nice that they're also your best friend too and you don't see that on the bachelor Mm -hmm. right like if the women took a step back and obviously it'd be controversial but if they were like oh like i don't really kiss you know, until oh my god, that'd be like, wild. I don't kiss until the <laughs> yeah, you know, the fifth week. Yeah, so mm-hmm. let's right. see. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wonder if he'd be intrigued or if he'd be like, "You're making a mockery of me mm-hmm. out of on here. TV." Mm-hmm. Should be out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like yeah, there's such a formula. The contestants know the formula. You know, yep. by week five, I got to start saying falling in love. If I don't say it, yeah, I got to go. But what you said about friendship made me think of again, Sean Sean Lowe season mm-hmm. his who he chose, Catherine, there was one thing that she did that I thought was so smart. I haven't seen anyone else do it, but she would leave him these little notes and little funny little mm-hmm. notes that she would write and little goofiness, just like to show her personality and for them to build a friendship. A friendship, yeah. And I think he always held mm-hmm. on to those little notes. It was genius. Yeah. She won. I mean, yep. she literally got the guy in the end. Right. I think it's because it wasn't always just laying on thick the romance and right. the we're here for love, but... I'm trying to get to know you and let's see if we like actually get along and like can be friends more than anything because that is the baseline yeah so mm-hmm. i think you got to on these shows you got to carve out the your way for yourself right you got to be mm-hmm. unique in some way definitely i love that all right we're gonna do some rapid fire Ooh, yeah Ooh. Do, do, do my favorite all right if you're invited to a good friend's destination wedding that the hotel is a thousand dollars a night mm-hmm. and you can't stay elsewhere mm-hmm. would you go nope thousand dollars a night who's this friend your good friend my Mm -hmm. good good friend oh my god that's a easy no (laughs) easy i'll meet you at the courthouse though after after you get your license you could dress in white or something and i'll throw flowers at you (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. that's a real deep discussion so i had a family member who she's doing a destination wedding the place that she chose was real pricey and we ended up finding another place and it was allowed but if we weren't allowed yeah, I don't want to say I no, feel but like, I feel like, but I no, feel like you yeah. want people to go. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right? wanting people right. to opt No, you up. really don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You have to give them an option. You have yeah. to give other options. Yeah, you have yeah. to. It's fucked mm-hmm. up. Yeah. If a guy you're seeing non-exclusively asks about your night slash weekend and you were with another guy, do you mm. lie or tell the truth? Mm. 
Mm, I think you can tell the truth. Yeah, I think that's probably better to tell the truth if you're with another guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably, I wouldn't lie, but I'd be like, I had a dinner um, Friday and I had, like, I'd be, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be Keep vague. Like, you could fill in the the blanks mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be like, I was out to dinner with another guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see how he reacts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you meal prep? Yes or no? I wish. I try. Do you though? Because like, why would you want to eat the same thing every day for four days? Oh, I just make it enough. easy. You know, you're an entrepreneur. You know, you yeah, have to make but... all kinds of decisions all day long. If I could just Bill Gates it and just does do the same mean, thing every he day. Mail, he just wears the same thing every day. Oh, he wears yeah, his polo yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I could just Elizabeth Holmes right, and just do right. the same thing every <laughs> right, day, right. I would. You could. Yeah, I wear this every you day. Black shirt and jeans every day. I get that. Yeah. I no, can't I just the can't. Same thing. I can't meal prep because by the second day, I'm like, I don't want these meatballs. <laughs> yes. Like I had them yesterday. <laughs> I've tried. By Wednesday, I, I throw everything from Wednesday to Sunday is in the trash because I don't want to eat it. Two days, I'm the same. What do you think is harder to get over a breakup due to infidelity or a breakup where nothing was wrong but they weren't the person for you who broke up in the second scenario with who it was mutual oh oh nothing was wrong you said nothing was wrong it just yeah, wasn't it was your just, person wasn't okay i think infidelity infidelity then yeah if it's mutual then yeah 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 but if he broke up with me just because you're like oh you're not the right one that oh my god again <laughs> ego you know yeah yeah <laughs> i think I agree. Because like if you break up due to infidelity, you're like, fuck that person. Mm-hmm. Yes. I never. Anger. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like which. Yeah. Mm. How often are you social during the week after work? One time, two to three times or every day? Oh, my God. I would love to be every day. Would you? Though? <laughs> yeah. I would. She's such an extrovert. Yeah. yeah. I'm an extrovert. And now I only work with her, which is great. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she's my only co-worker. I get like that. we just talked about. Yeah. I used to have a work family. So I would love to be every day. Mm. Yeah. Like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm an introvert. I like my solo time. And then I want time with my husband as well. But to see friends and everybody, yeah, once or twice a week. It's yeah. Fine. That's more than enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. <laughs> Your male friend sees you after you cry and you explain it's because a friend is moving. The friend then hugs you and kisses your cheek to say he doesn't like to see you cry. Flirty or friendly? Flirty, what? flirty, what you kissing me for? Yeah, what? what is all that I don't about? Kiss my male friend. We went to all girls school, so we don't actually. So know. did I. <laughs> oh, you so did, did I. I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, I think this is friendly. Friendly? Yes. Depends who the guy is. It, dep- it definitely like, depends. Yeah. If this is a guy who's like a real like protector of his girlfriends, oh. like kind of like a girls' girl guy. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then yeah, he's yeah. like, like especially if it's a Libra guy, for example. Okay. Like I don't know how much you know about Libra guys, but they're like always friendly, but people think it's flirty. Mm. Like then, oh shit, that's my husband. He's sure a Libra. That's really funny. That's a, do you and agree? A, do you agree? Like girl, he he friendly. He's very person. friendly. See, see? Like, like of course earth. he would kiss your friend his cheek, but in like a not maybe kiss the cheek, but like you know he would hug them, and be like, I don't want to see you cry. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that's how I'm envisioning it. I'm okay. not envisioning it like. I don't want to see you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's it's the kiss. Different. I just yeah. I'm, I'm, the I'm picturing the hug and then he yeah. stops to kiss like that. Yeah, no. the kiss is a little weird. It's a little extra. The yeah. kiss is a little weird. Anyway, this is this was so much fun, guys. So Thank you fun. for coming on, Thanks talking for about Thank you for all the nonsense. Yes. Where can everyone find you? Oh, wait. Do you have a quote or piece of advice for our listeners? And then okay. let us know where we can find you. Ooh. Um. Okay, piece of advice that I always give single people. 
Imagine your life if you never met anyone else again. Imagine a life full of love, full of happiness, full of whatever you want, whether that's parenthood, whether that's having a dog or a cat, whatever it is, moving to your dream city, having your dream job, whatever that case may be, so that you don't put too much pressure on the people that you go out and date. Oh, I like that. Because a lot of the times you go out and date these people and you're like, is it going to be my husband? Mm -hmm. It's it's just relaxed. So it's like, like, love your life. Yeah. Yeah. Love your life and love them, you know, no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Into that. I have a tattoo to my foot. It's the quote or a question, if not now, when? And for me, that's just about like getting out of our heads, stop thinking too much. Like oftentimes we stop ourselves from opportunities or in the context of dating, going out with someone because we're overthinking everything. Just do, just go, just do the thing. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking. So yeah, that's my little advice. Love it. Where can everyone find you guys? Mm -hmm. Find us on all podcast platforms. Yep. Two Black Girls, One Rose. Mm -hmm. We're about to do Real Housewives of Potomac. So excited. Golden Bachelor currently. Bachelor in Paradise on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Two Black Girls, One Rose. And yeah, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. All those things, yeah. Would you guys ever want to host The Bachelor one day? Oh my God, that would be so fun. Man, would we would turn that into a whole other show. Great. Uh-huh. Tell you. Yeah, it would be. I'm manifesting that for you guys. Oh, Please. Thank you. Love it. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank, thank you. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.